Most of my teeth looked really white last night in the student section. <laughs> that's important. Yeah, that is. That's really good stuff. I was really happy. You were really happy with that? Yeah. Okay. What are we doing? Okay, here we go. Don't I'm scared. Hit the, I'm so scared. Ready? I'm scared. I'm nervous. Oh, God. This is my intro. I need you to shut up. What if I laugh? Uh, I need you to okay. shut up. Yeah. This is my intro. Okay, yeah. Welcome, our people, to Opposites Distract. I'm your host, Tyson Brown, along with my beautiful bride, my co-host and podcasting's favorite pajama mama, Christy Brown where we'll discuss what it's like doing life as opposites one distraction at a time. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning. And today, yes, we have a guest with us who's nervous. Who's nervous? And we <laughs> got a little during these. We got a little whispering going on. during an intro. You don't say anything. It's well, not like when you introduce me. That's why I said shut up while I'm doing my well, intro. When he introduces I need, me. I you just say, say hey, dad. I don't do pre-recorded intros. This thing is live. So I need you to shut up okay. while I'm recording okay. the intro. So we have a guest, um, Winston, our oldest is with us today because he just celebrated his 18th birthday. Woo! Where's your sound machine? Round of applause. Got it. Hold on. Oh. Stop. Your dad is so off cue. So anyway. Man, that's loud. Long. Perfect. Okay. So normally on Opposites Distract, it's Tyson and I. And we usually start with something that's distracted us since the last time we um, aired. But we're not going to do that today. Today's kind of like a special special day. And so we're actually just going to visit with our son, Winston, because... Interview. We're going to interview him because it's his 18th birthday. Because interview makes him more nervous. Yes. Than yes. Just... So here's the thing, Winston. You have to actually dive into your feelings. This is very hard. And you can't be surface. That's very hard. Because we, we put a little video out promoting this, and it showed a, a very charismatic and fun-loving. Fun so people are going to be drawn into this episode thinking, wow, we saw that so, video. Look how fun he is. And then if you're a dud... That's going to suck. It's going to suck. Okay, so here's the thing. Forget that we're recording you. Just okay. be yourself. It's just, just be your, yourself. Just us talking. Forget that For, millions of people are going to be tuning into oh, this. Oh, you guys are that popular now? Yes. Yes, we are. And okay. talk clearly into the mics. Yes, okay. we are. Forget the mics here, though, but talk clearly into it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, Tyson, basically what we're going to do is just ask Winston some questions. Yes. So, do you want to start oh, off? Oh, I would love to. Oh, okay. gosh. I'm so scared. I would love to. <clears throat> In alphabetical order... From 1 to 10, the greatest and most significant things your dad has told you in the last 18 years. What? <laughs> yeah, I made that up. Okay. I made that I was about up. to say. Alphabetical order, did that throw you off? Yes, and. 1 to 10. 1 to 10. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's keep it fresh. All right. What it, what's it been like? 
What's it been like living in our house 18 years? Oh my gosh. Just we, sum it up. We could what's just what's it been like, like? What's your favorite color? No. Nope. <laughs> or like, nope. like that. We just had to dive right in. No. Nope. What's it been um, like? What's it been like living in this house? In this house for 18 years? What's it been like? Um, actually, it's been quite fun. Um, lots of fun memories. That's okay. <laughs> He's recording on his phone and it's about to die. Just push stop. No. Wait. Here's something over 18 years, or at least since you've had a phone. You know, if it's never It's charged. 11 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I you have char- a nightstand. I didn't charge You have it. a plug with a um, charger in it. Why aren't we plugging in while we of, sleep? This household has been full of conversations of why I don't charge my phone. Yes. I've had lots of fun memories, fun trips, fun conversations. Everything's fun. Everything's fun. (laughs) Lots of crying. Lots of tears. Why Um, do you cry? Because I'm an emotional person. (laughs) I cry at least, probably once every two weeks, at least. Wow. By yourself or in front of us? Um, probably both. Yeah. You're a good crier. Good crier. I love some good tears. Okay. Good cleansing of the soul. Okay, well, so that's okay. Hey, we're we're we're, okay. we're, we're loosening up. Um, all right, loosening up. Okay, what thrills you about being eighteen? I can now jewel without my parents' consent. <laughs> <laughs> that thrills you, jeweling. Yes. Do you jewel? No. So I, are you being sarcastic? Yes, I'm being sarcastic. Okay. I would say what thrills me. Yes. Um, getting to go start my own like life, I would say. Okay. So getting to go and even though I'm not out of this house yet, that thought of one day I'll get I'm like old enough to where I get to leave. <laughs> That's okay. That's good. You get to leave. Yes. So when I say the rite of passage, what do you think of? Because eighteen, the eighteenth birthday is a big birthday. So when I say the rite of passage. About your 18th birthday, what's that mean to you? A rite of passage? Yeah. Like, you're now at this point in your life where you can go off. I don't know. Something like that? I don't know. What's it mean to you? A rite of passage. Like, oh, you've now, like, earned this honor of, like, being 18. So you've you've worked hard, and now you're 18. And so what thrills you about being 18 and the rite of passage is just that you're to the point where you almost get to leave her home. Yes. Even though you just told your dad it's been loads of fun. It has been loads of fun. <laughs> but, like, it's exciting. Like, I'm really just excited to design my own house, if we're being really honest. <laughs> to design your own house. Yes. Okay. I, that's good. That's good. Okay, Tyson. Okay. There's lots of families out there. Okay. You've stayed at lots of homes, been lots of friends. Well, you haven't been, stayed very many. We're not big well, sleepovers. No, we're people. not big sleepovers. But you've been around... What makes our family amazing? Because we're pretty amazing. Oh, compared to others? Yeah. Yeah. What makes our family amazing? Honestly, you guys are more like, I'd say friends. If we're being, I mean, like, you guys do, like, lay down the law when it needs. But, like, you guys are, like, friends. And, like, sometimes I don't see that in other people's family. So what makes someone a friend? I know, like, it's fun to hang out with you guys. Like, I enjoy, like, hanging out with you guys. But because I'm... we let you jewel? No. Do we let you jewel? No. Oh, heck to the no. Because I'm glad you put in that part, but you lay down the law when you have to. Yeah, but like it's like, but like it's fun to like 
We get to do fun things together. We do fun things together. Are we easy to talk to? Yes. About everything? For the most part. For most things. What scares you to talk to us about the most? Anything that brings on disappointment. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you don't want to disappoint your parents. No. Anything that I I have disappointments on biggest. What do you think has disappointed us the most in your 18 years? Oh, definitely when I cheated and lied when I was homeschooled. (laughs) All right. So tell us about that experience of cheating and lying. Okay. So I was homeschooled at the time and both my parents worked. Weird. So they would give me assignments to do throughout the day of like schoolwork and I would do and turn them into them at the end of the night. Well, my dad wasn't very good at hiding the math book. And it was the teacher math book. The teacher math Mm -hmm. book, the one that had all the answers in it. And it was sat at the top of his closet under his sweaters. (laughs) (laughs) And so I knew where it was and I hate math. Like hate math so much. And so I would just go in there and I'd write down the answers and the work with it. So it looked like I had done it. So that's probably why you struggle in, in algebra and geometry. and No, geometry I did really good. Because you laid the foundation poorly. Hmm. I did really good in geometry. So what happened? You got caught cheating okay, and lying. Okay, so I got caught cheating and lying. Well, but I was thinking at the time, it was like, oh, I'll lie more on top of that. So I won't disappoint you. Yeah, so you just kept... So I just kept lying about... you. Yes. I was like, oh, no, I didn't do that. Blah, blah, blah. Well, one night, like, mom went off. Like, after she found out. Big, like, ordeal. You know you know how and she ended up finding out? Why? Because I may not be good at hiding, but I'm good at setting traps. We set a trap. I set a trap, and I knew you went in the closet and got the math book. Oh, I think I kind of remember that now. Yeah. I think I remember that going down. And you said it, mm-hmm. and you were cheating in here, too. Because the math book is called no, that bait. Was, but that was with the... Is, yeah. And yeah. we defended you with your science teacher. I know teacher. that. And then there. at the time, I also had a science teacher, and I was cheating in her class, too. Oh, mm. Lord. Really, it was just dark time. <laughs> it was a dark time. It was a dark time. Dark time. It was a dark time. <laughs> um, so, but it was all good. Um, went to a uh, counselor. We mm-hmm. sent you to a counselor? Yes. Our counselor. Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> Amazing time. Mom and dad spent a large sum of money for me to cry the whole hour. Um, Worth every penny. Got probably nowhere during this counseling session, except it scared me to death. It, so it got somewhere. So, but like finding out the real issue of my problem with cheating there, really, it, it never came out. Yeah, it did. No, you don't it want did. to disappoint us. Yeah, it did come out. Oh, is that what it was? It yeah. Did. Okay, uh-huh. well, then it did. Your surface. Yeah, it did come out. It has nothing to do with this conversation. <laughs> you just had to throw that in there. Yeah, it came out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh, gosh. Go on, Tyson. What's another question for our 18 year old? Gosh. Well, okay, so that was a uh, dark time. So, <laughs> what what do you feel like? You know, you're about to leave. You're about to go. There's a dark time. You said it's been all fun and games in this house, <laughs> practically a carnival. Um, what what do you feel like this family has taught you? Like some, you don't have to like go down a list, but what do you feel like this family no, has taught you the most as you leave here? Like, I even wrote you a letter the other day and yes. gave you a few pieces of wisdom. Maybe you remember some of those. Maybe some of it's new to you. But what do you think that this family has taught you as you leave here? Well, number one would be to love God. But I feel like the second most would be to love others. 
and that you don't always know what others are going through or that as mom and dad both say anybody's welcome to your table i feel like that'd be probably the second most important lesson was that it's better when you just love everybody love god and love people yes love god love people that's good that's good i hope you always love god and love people love people where they're at love people where they're at Mm -hmm. very good very good. Dad, gum, we've parented well. We have. Wow, hit a dab on that one. Hold on, God, give me five. I'm trying to. God. All right. Okay, so what event up to this point in life has shaped you the most, do you think? Oh, gosh. Um, has shaped me like one. One event, something that's happened that you feel like has shaped you the most. Oh, it could gosh. be like a loss, it could be something. A victory? That's such a hard question. Um, and for my shallow mind, I can't <laughs> quite think of something. something like, uh, what? Uh, Do you have an event in life that you feel like has shaped you? You've lived here 18 years. I know. I'm trying to think. Not just like, I feel like it's been like a series of small events. Okay. Up like one big event. Well, then what's, it's a couple of the small things that have shaped you. And I just think for like the small lessons you guys teach us or teach me. What are some things you've been through? What are okay? So what are what's been a disappointment in your life? Like I feel dis like where where you've been disappointed. Something didn't turn out, and so it you know our disappointments shape. When people didn't show up to my sixth grade birthday party. Sixth grade. I mean, sixth year old birthday birthday party. (laughs) That was a rough day. That was a rough day on all of us. Yes. When why or what's your name? Winston had a birthday, and what happened is. This kid used to love birthday parties. Tyson's, was it your grandma? My that grandmother. Passed, the day passed, of the yeah. party, we ended up having to have a funeral. And so I sent out a text to change the birthday party date to the next day, and people got it wrong. They showed up. They got the time wrong. So we had already, like, let's say the party was at 2. We had the party. No one came. It was really sad. But then they all show up, like, at Like at 6, six. or something. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It was really crazy. They made it up to you, though. They took you to the zoo. They did. But you feel like that shaped you? <laughs> That's probably the biggest struggle I've been through. Oh, please. Stop that. What else have you been through? I know. What's a disappointment? I in di- high school, what's been something that's disappointed you? I mean... You can't think of anything? Nothing? That really been like, oh, dang. Yeah. That's been, like, sad. Like, really, to be honest, my I don't... Like, I haven't really... But you haven't, To you, you haven't had a, a... I haven't had, like, a serious, like... Disappointment. Disappointment. He really hasn't had a significant loss in his. I mean, if you think about it, he hasn't had a like a like a death in the family. He hasn't had a. Yeah, (laughs) you're gonna come. I really haven't had like a. You're gonna come groveling back to those steps right there. You're sitting near and. I really haven't had like a. Okay, we'll go on. Boom! Like, take that sucker moment. (laughs) All right. Oh, so what do you? Where do you, you, know, you kind of got plans on, you know, other than, you know, decorating your own house someday. Mm-hmm. What do you, where do you see yourself in two years? Like, what oh, do you see? Two? Oh, I'll be 20. Yeah. I'll be yeah. 20. Okay. Um, so this summer I plan on going to get my real estate license and coming back to Ada um, to like do hopefully like an internship job kind of thing to kind of get like my feet in like the real estate business and then 
I'd like to say like in two years I wouldn't be an Aiden, but I probably will be. Well, say this is your dream. What's that dream you have? That so that's what we want to hear. I would like to either be in Oklahoma City or Dallas selling real estate. I'd like to say I'd have my own brokerage. In two I, years? No, well, this would be my dream. Oh. So like, okay. if I could do it, I would. You can. You can do anything you want. Well, it's a mindset. Know. Okay. Well, <laughs> this isn't a Wyatt interview. This like, is a Winston uh, interview. It's so like a brokerage slash like interior, like a really like all like interior design business together. Oh, the whole oh. package. Like oh, whole, like buy your house and also have us design the inside. Oh, of wow. Okay. That's awesome. Well, that's yeah. That's cool. I believe you can do that. That is cool. Well, so Winston, you're not going to college. No, I'm not. As of right now. As of right now, and we um, fully support that. Mm-hmm. Support. You go into real estate school, and we're proud of you. We're proud of you for wanting to do something different yeah. than most 18-year-olds. And so we hope that we can help you accomplish your dreams by you doing that. It's fun stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, what scares you the most then about that dream? What scares you? Not being successful. And what defines success for you? Oh, that's a good question. What defines success for me? Yeah, that's just off the for you. For you. For, for me, you. I would say... Like having like a flow of customer, like of people to work with, would be like success. Like being dead. Like when your business is just dead and nothing's coming in, and you're not doing anything. I mean, you're not making money. Yeah. So being successful to you is right now would be to have a business and to be selling homes. Yeah. Does that include any material possessions for you? Success. No. That is a lie. Do not lie on this podcast. Uh, That is one of the things we do not allow on here. What is success for you in material possessions? Oh, a nice car, like a Range Rover Sport, (laughs) black with tan interior. Um, He's got it. Is that the one that you have clipped out and pasted on your wall? Oh, shut up. There's nothing in my room. A nice home. A nice home. Is that big? Like, is are we? Do you consider what your dad and I have a nice home, or would you like something bigger? I mean, bigger is always better. So I would mm. like a. But like this home is like it's in a very nice home where we live in right now. I think that's an afterthought. Uh, no, it's not. Mess. No. Winston, uh, would you consider yourself materialistic? <laughs> no. Would your parents <laughs> consider you materialistic? Maybe. <laughs> Oh, and what then, do you think your how your your parents define success for you for you how do you think me? we define yeah. success for you you define it with i didn't know i didn't define it with materialistic things you, you know, put that no, in there. The, no i'm, I'm no. going beyond that now so I know how I'm, do you think when we think you're successful what, how, is, how what would, does that look how like would in you our say minds? that um, you, we would define that for you if we probably whatever I'm doing, I'm happy at. I think dad's always told me this was like, if you're happy flipping burgers at McDonald's, I mean, if that's what you enjoy doing, then like do it. Mm-hmm. So I'd say you guys would define success as, as long as I'm happy doing what I'm doing, then I'm successful. And living within your means with that. Yes. Yes. You have to have a lifestyle that, yes, that cre- happiness created within that lifestyle. Yes. You, you can't be happy with the flipping burgers trying to pay for that Range Rover, right? Oh, that'd be so nice. <laughs> right. But if you, if you want to create that lifestyle and you're happy with that, then that is, yes, that is a successful. Yes. Being content with the lifestyle that you have. 
Yeah, it is. I think as you mature, you your what how we define success changes. When I was eighteen, I was a lot like you. I really just wanted to marry somebody rich. Look, she got stuck with me. <laughs> and money was a big deal. And money lasted, having a lot of money or what I thought that looked like, lasted probably into my 30s. And then I realized that that doesn't make me happy. Like, money does not make me happy. It's all the thoughts we have about money that define. So you can be happy with 35 cents in your bank account or whatever it's the thought that you have generated around that 35 cents you can have a hundred million dollars in your bank account and that never be enough so it's those thoughts that we generate and I said still something I struggle with but you know I'm going to life coaching about it (laughs) (laughs) so when dad holds that up that just lets us know we have 10 minutes Left? Left to make this a 30-minute show, but we're not going to rush through. Oh, okay. okay. I thought the point of the card was to well, not make a big deal know. of That's it. like a, a pause to... now card. <laughs> okay, do you have another question? Um, or is it my turn? No, I think I don't. I think it was yours because I kind of jumped in on one on the back side of yours. Okay. If you could change something about your past, if you could change something, what would that be? In the last 18 years. I'd change about my past. Yeah. Would you change anything? Hmm. Like, would you read more books? Heck to the no. Oh. <laughs> um, I would have... Are you... Okay. Eating more donuts and sausage rolls? I love some good donuts and sausage rolls, too. I don't know. I would like... I would... But I don't know. Um, I'd like to say... Probably, like, made more friends. Oh, how, did that, how do you do that? Like, what do you mean, make more friends? Well, like, I've stuck to, like... I've been friends with the people who... Like, they might, like, so my group of friends I've been friends with since, like, pre-K. Yeah, you have. It's, like, from, like, a young age, and we've just stuck together. But, like, and they've been, like, a great group of people. They are a great group of friends. You do have a great group of friends. Yes, and we get along so well. and it's, We just have fun. But, like, it's, like, branched out, and, you know? Yeah, I get that. That's and a really good answer. It is. At 18, what makes you see that that's important? Just because, I mean, we all come from, like... I don't know, just like different like walks of life and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. To like have, I don't know. Different friends. Different, different friends that. Maybe don't live like you, look have, like you, yeah. act like you. Yeah. And, and we see that that's important. Yes. Did you know that that's, as an adult, that's hard to do? But it is so important in your social circle to have friends that are different than you. That maybe don't look like you, different cultures than you the more you put yourself out there and find that you can do that and that's hard to do it's very comfortable to stay in your circle it will enrich your life more yes to let people in that don't live look and do things that you do um it will make you a better person it will make you a better businessman as a real estate agent it will make you a better christian It'll make your faith stronger. And it just all around will make you a better person. So I'm glad at 18 that you see that. But that is not easy to do. You have to be very intentional and to do that. You have to let down walls and not be scared to do it. And not mm-hmm. worry about what pe- other people are thinking to do that. Yeah. But that's good. It is good. I think, did I ask that question? Uh, yeah, you asked that Okay, one. so what's okay, your this question? Is my, this is my last one. Okay. So 
Winston, when you like, what's the thing that you, cause I know you have this on your mind cause I had things like this were on my mind is too, my mind too. What's that thing that's on your mind when I get out of that house, I can't wait to do this because they won't let me do this. Me? Yeah. yeah. Like, what do you want to do? That. Like, I'm going to go every day and not make my bed. I'm going to go every, you know, whatever it is. He doesn't make his bed now. Um, like, is there something you want to do? I'm just giving do? an example. I mean, you're not going to shock us or offend us or get in trouble. So is there something you're like, I'm They make do me that. do this, but when I get my own house, I'm doing this. I'm going to buy me that Gucci belt. Oh, I'm going to buy me my, that Gucci belt. Oh, yeah. Like, you want to get a tattoo? No. Not a big no. You going to be a smoker? No. Uh, most things, like, I've wanted to do, you guys have let me do. We'd have. Like, it has a lot. Yeah. But I would uh, I don't know. I what? Take a road trip. <laughs> I don't know. Like, go, go like, out of state? Yes. Just, like, go I somewhere. get that. I get that. Travel out of state. Like, drive yourself. Just yeah, on your own. Drive myself yeah. somewhere. Wherever you want. However you want. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. Stay wherever you want. Not have to check in. Yeah. Which you won't yeah. have to. Show some to. independence. Flex some muscles. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, this is my last question. This has been a bit, a bit more serious podcast. Winston is tends to be witty and funny and what. But this is a more serious question on what do you want to do that makes a difference in the world? Instead of like, what do you want to be? We asked you that. You want to be a real estate agent. But... What do you want to do that makes a difference? Yes, you. Uh, why are you whispering? Yeah, I don't know. That's like a. Those are really good mics. They pick that up, you know. <laughs> oh, okay, really? You can okay. Do whatever you want. Um, so I want to have a, a foundation. No. Would it be a just like something, a, something a nonprofit, a, a nonprofit, a nonprofit, yeah, something. a nonprofit called Crowning Curls that empowers Black women. And I copyright that, so like <laughs> copyright that. This is something Winston empowers them to do what? To do what? Just be leaders in our society. And why do you want to do that? I've just I've like grown up with like a black sister, and so uh-huh. and you guys have like made me look at like their side, like what how they feel with their point of view. You Not want an organization? Chair, an organization, a organization that helps black women get to those positions in our society like that they deserve yes like you want to see more black women speakers more black yes. women preachers more black women book writers more business owners business owners yes. that's what you're trying to say yes. and so you want something that empowers them that says hey you can do this you can do this so let me or they already know that maybe not necessarily they know they can do this but they may not have the means or resources to get to that yeah. That spot. Yes. Yes. And why do you want to call it Crowned and Curls? Tell that story. Okay. So I was paging um, at the Capitol, which is like a you get to run errands for your uh, house of repre- or your representative and stuff like this. And so you're with um, all these other students for a week. And there was this girl named Omri. And I got really close to her. It was, she's a peer. So yes. She's, okay. she, yes. She was my age. Um, well, she's a year. She was a year older than me. I can't remember. We were talking, I think, about my sister. And she said, oh, she said, oh, uh, she's crowned in curls. 
And I was like, oh my gosh, that's such a good name. And she's like, yeah. And I text her later. I was like, what if I had like an organization that was called Crowning Curls? And she was like, oh my gosh, yes, do it. And you love loved her, and you yes. loved the, you saw such power in her. I remember yes. you talking about her. She yes, and she was just just. There was something in you that just inspired, something about her that yes, was just inspiring it was, to you. Yes, and I think I I love it. First of all, I love that you are a white male that sees the beauty and the power in women of color. And I think we need more white men because you guys are the most powerful right now in the world. White men are the most powerful. Um, first, and that that you that that at eighteen years old that that's tender to you, and I know that's tender to you. And I'm, you may not be able to articulate it yet with just the best words or whatever mm-hmm. you're trying to say. But I know your heart there, and I know um, that you do believe that women of color are beautiful and that they are worthy to be heard mm-hmm. and that they are here to make huge sacrifices and, and and make huge differences in the world and that we as you as a white male believe in them and want to and want to do your part in whatever that takes and so um, I pray that God, in, um, you know, keeps that passion burning in you and opens doors for you to do that dream because I think it's important. I think it's important. So anyway, I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's really good. Because they are amazing women. Yes. Um, your sister's an amazing woman. Yes. And I mean, she's a little girl, 13, well, she's a teenager, but you can see the power in her. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's cool. Well, Winston, we love you. And real fast, we just want to, um, how we usually end the show is how we've seen God since the last time we met, but we're not going to do that right now. We just wanted to speak some words of life over you, which we'll probably cry. I probably will cry. Um, to send you on to your future. And so, Tyson's going to start and I'll end. Go, oh, Tyson. wow. Okay. Whoa. I know, I'm nervous now. <laughs> well, uh, I'm a better writer than I am a speaker. And I wrote most of my words in the letter I wrote you when mm-hmm. you were 18. And But one of the things I didn't say in that letter was that before I had you, I felt like there was, there was a lot of pressure on me to have another boy. Because my grandpa was the last brown my dad was the last brown, so there's only one. There's only one to carry on the name. And my dad was the last brown. And my grandpa always talked about it, right? How mm-hmm. you're the last brown, you gotta carry on the name. It's like, oh my gosh, there's a lot of pressure. Whew. And so when you came along, it was like, Oh man, pressure's off. And then when your brother came along, it's like, Whoo, I did good. I had two, <laughs> man. I I was the only one in three generations to have two. And but I, what I also told you too was that even when that that pressure was off, there was a time when um, you were seven months old and I wasn't sure that I was going to get to keep you, right? So you mm-hmm. came into this world, and very soon after we found out you had a heart condition, we we're going to have to go through open heart surgery, and I didn't know that if you were going to be here or not. And um, we've got to see God work 
very miraculously through that. And here you are at 18 years old, sitting across from me um, on a microphone talking about aspirations in life. And I just know that God has brought you here to this time and this place and this space. And he did not take you from us and he did not take you from this world. So therefore, he has a great plan for you in this world. Maybe it is this organization that he's birthed in your heart. Um, maybe it is something else. Um, but whatever it is and wherever you are, I just want you to keep your mind and your heart and your soul open to to that and for that. Is that you're you're created more you're created for more than just this house. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that me and your mom are um, have always talked about that may I think makes us a little bit different than other parents is we're kind of not sad that you're leaving. I mean, one, I'm going to get this your room back and it's going to become our office and we'll record in there. Um, so your bed's going to be gone. So if you come back to visit, you sleep on the couch kind of thing. So, you, I mean, yeah, that'll be out. But we're kind of glad you're leaving because we want to see what God can do. I mean, this is why we have kids to bring you up, to raise you up, to go out. The mm-hmm. goal is to go out. And so we're excited to see what we've done mm-hmm. with you and to see our handiwork and to see God's handiwork. And we believe in you that much is that I'm really not nervous for you to go out. I'm, I'm really not. I'm not as excited about the way you spend your money, but I figure, you know, a few nights eating ramen noodles and you'll figure that out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I'm, I'm excited to see, I guess there's some all that up. I'm excited to see what you're going to do in life. I'm excited to see it. So whenever I got your bag packed, and it's sitting on that doorstep. It's not because I'm mad at you. It's because I'm excited for you. And when I change the locks on the door, it's not because we're mad at you. It's because we're excited for you. And when that allowance stops coming into that account, it's not because we don't love you anymore. It's because we're excited. Oh, God. When you're paying for your own phone, it's not because we don't love you. We're excited. Okay. Well, thank you. Are you excited? No, no, no. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I'm sitting really close to you. Do you feel like I'm in your space? No. Okay. Well, my um, words for you are, you have taught me, and I'll probably, I'm a, t- I'm a crier, so, but you have, you were my firstborn, and when I had you, my heart felt something it had never felt before. I have felt physical love with your dad and companionship love with your dad. And I have felt a fatherly love um, from your heavenly father, but I never have felt, I had never felt the parent love, that protection love, that love that only comes from being a parent. And I got to feel that for the very first time with you. And I'll always be grateful for that. And Winston Brown, you are very easy to love. Anybody that knows you knows that you are not a hard person to love. You are full of joy and laughter and wittiness. And um, as your mom, it has been 
one of the biggest, biggest joys of my life to raise you. You have never really disappointed me, honestly. I may have said that, but there is so much more. I mean, lying and cheating on a test, whoa. I mean, really? Um, You have always honored and respected us and listened to us and made us laugh. You bring a light into this home that I will miss. And I do miss when you're gone. But with that, that light, like your dad says, that light and joy that we have got to treasure for 18 years. I'm so excited for the world to get to see that. Because God does not bring us into this world to keep us confined. He brings us into the world to share our light and to spread it. And it's time for the world to get to see the light and the joy that you bring into a room. When you walk into a room, Winston Brown, you light it up. When you come into my classroom every day, not because I'm just your mom, but there is a presence that you bring. And I just want to thank you for being a great, great son. Like you are a pure joy to me. And um, I just love you. And I'm so very proud of you. And you're going to make mistakes. You're going to do things. But look at those doors right there. You are always welcome to come back through those doors. Always. There's anything you could do that would that those doors wouldn't swing right wide open for you. And I just thank you for allowing me to be your mom for 18 years and, and loving me. And loving me because you're really easy to love. You really are. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to cry now. <laughs> So, happy birthday, son. Well, now I'm nervous. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to say anything. We're done. And thanks for joining us on our podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Where can they find us, Tyson? Well, they can find us in all kinds of places. I found out this week you can pretty much find us in all places where you can find podcasts now. That's awesome. It's really awesome. Uh, We like to push you towards Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Those are our two favorite places. But now you can find us in all of your favorite podcasts platform so go and check us out find us out we are big time we are big time whoop whoop oh good guys what do we got here yes yes and go check us out on social media instagram it's opposites distract podcast or you can join us over on our facebook group that's a facebook group called opposites distract so Go catch us. Uh, go catch up with us on those two places. We really love the Instagram because we do stories and things during the week. We even did some "Would You Rather" last time. That was a good time. That was kind of a hoot. So check us out for all the fun on there. So until next time on Opposites Distract, we hope you find common ground in all your distractions of life.